Yeah, Tracy Chapman's uh, porn remixes are really strange. I did not know how to feel about those. We got it's a, and it's uh, uh, it's it's it's, it's really weird when the original mix is all already pornographic and they had porno remix the the porn right uh, mix. Yeah, right. My robot just talked to me. And welcome to AE Double Back <laughs> as, uh, for Wednesday, November 30th, 2022, as we uh, try this all over again. Um, I think we're just going to start from scratch. We're going to ditch all of the stuff that we talked about before. Uh, and let's talk about sex robots, diddling no. children, uh, no. music, all of it. Uh, mm. the, 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 oh, boy. The list of crimes uh that uh teresa gumprecht has been hiding for so oh long God. um like we're going to have to call we, that you know we, frankly it's we had a chance to start fresh and to start clean and you just wouldn't let that happen you know no i wouldn't <laughs> uh because i believe in callbacks even when you haven't heard what the original thing no is shit. so um, it doesn't make any sense to you can't say comedy. I am bad at comedy. Yeah. And Melody. Uh, uh, all of the things. All of you the know who's not bad at wrestling? Mox. <laughs> oh. This is why we have to read this. Because she's a goddamn seg machine. <laughs> oh, another robot. No, yeah. no. Mox, uh, he, you know, Comes out of the the woodwork, uh, opening the show. He's Meow. all pissed off. He's in the ring chatting, one of his famous fireside chats. <laughs> and um, yeah, basically, he, he's, he's, <laughs> he's talking about uh, the economic insecurity that we're all experiencing, and and promising us, promising us that together we'll get through it. You know, yeah, DDT yeah. in every pot, making you feel real comfy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and uh, he puts out an open challenge and guess who comes out? Hangman! Ooh, hangman! And there's a fight uh, and this, they this really the go first, crazy. Uh, multiple... Go ahead. They did. This was the first of multiple times that I brought back the stand-up uh, directive uh, uh, from last week. You know, I would. I saw you say stand up, and I was like, "Why? Because House of Black isn't here. Like, what is it?" I was uh, honestly, I was waiting well, you, the entire you, episode you, for House of Black to show up, and I was yeah. very unhappy when they did not. <laughs> well, I, I I felt that because of Teresa, it took on uh, an enormously meaning because she, by her own admission, didn't even tie it to that in the first place. Oh, right, I didn't. I thought it could have been a number of things because there were so many awesome things that happened, like Starks winning, and you know all kinds of shit that happened. Um, let alone the. I mean, there was only magic. one time in that episode that someone told people to stand up. Yeah, I don't even remember when that was. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll say I I, I liked. Okay, some things. I'm gonna start to go 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 in order of what I wrote down. Um, I'm mm-hmm. done with people saying, uh, "Oh, he's not medically cleared." If you're not medically cleared, just stay the fuck home. Yeah. Uh, if if you're married, 
wait until you're divorced before you start going out on dates. Cause the whole thing of like, Oh, you know, uh, I'm going to get a divorce. I'm going to get a divorce. Don't care. Don't care. Wait till you're divorced. Then do the thing. Uh, <laughs> I was just imagining like, don't care. I was just imagining some kind of a bar or a club and uh, like somebody's entrance music, uh, like hits. And and a commentary team declares that they're not <laughs> legally cleared to start dating. <laughs> so they, they come out. Why and, is and, he and, hitting and get... on that girl? <laughs> I don't even why, think he's. Why is Jerry cleared? Seinfeld doing commentary on a wrestling show? <laughs> I don't think he's legally. I'm being. To I'm being to told thing. now that a date. Is, I'm being told now that a date has been booked for after the divorce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Four uh, weeks from four months from now. So there's that. Then there's also um, one bit where uh, Paige comes in and is, you know, getting in his face or whatever. And he's like, ah, you know, you know what happened last time here? Do you remember? And he just like tapped his head in a way that oh was my God. so, so insulting. I, I was like, wow. Oh, my God. That was just like a just a little spot of brilliance. Um, it was so enormously disdainful. It was it was really very effective. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then this, the rest of the pull apart brawl went on way too long. Um, yeah. Honestly, I, I needed was over it, like right away by at least a minute. Yeah. And then it got to the point where Mox was like trying to run and then he falls off the ramp. And I'm like, yeah, Jesus, you want to talk about like, <laughs> you know, I was like, that doesn't look good, man. The whole, the only pull apart that you really want to last that long is, uh, sticky buns. This or when you're, Breaking apart Nestle Toll House chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> what? Oh. You know, when they have that in the commercial, they break a cookie in half and pull it, and the chocolate's on. Oh, my God. Yeah. Delicious. Oh, that's, that's the good stuff. And it's really got to be the name brand. I think we're all, all together on that. <laughs> yeah. They used to have so many commercials for chocolate chips. Do they even <laughs> oh, do that boy. anymore? <laughs> do they, just, yeah. Do the kids. Young people uh, like uh, like uh, tweet at us. Uh, are you over chocolate chip cookies? Do you know you about know. Nestle Toll House chocolate chip cookies, <laughs> or is it just people in my generation, us dusty old farts over here? I mean, the thing is, when you first started talking about it, I was like, "The fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> and then slowly, these images started coming back. <laughs> Of commercials from the yeah. 80s where they're just doing this big old thing. And they steal a chocolate chip from the counter. Oh, yeah. It, <laughs> it was ridiculous. And I'm glad that thing is dead and I don't ever want it to come back. Whatever. I'm sorry. What were we talking about? Wrestling. Mox. Oh, right. Pull yeah. apart. Moxley. I, I middled this just because like, I like Mox. I think he does great work. And I think Paige came out and gave great energy. But the whole segment, I was just like, ah. I do, uh, I don't really want this. And it took if if it was a minute shorter, I would have been like, yes, cool. Like we we know what we're getting here. So just do it and just, you know, snap it up and then get out of there. What if it was a minute shorter, but also a minute wider? <laughs> I <laughs> don't people say <laughs> that girth <laughs> is important, and I don't agree. Uh, I do not agree. Really? Really? Short, That's interesting. Tubby, um, because it's really it's it's the motion of the ocean, as they say. Okay, okay. 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 Um, so, anyways, you were talking about Mox. Oh, I uh, right. well, I I don't think I I was not bothered particularly by the the duration of the segment. I guess, like to the extent that I thought about, it, I was like, oh man, they are 
really uh really going at it like it just um i was impressed by their absolute determination to get at each other more than i was bothered by it lasting too long yeah and i i was torn because like i said i i liked the energy that they both had so like i just meh. it went on a long time and it actually got me wondering like what booking fell through (laughs) because this is a particularly long just for an open challenge and you know i like mox's promo it's always good and i do buy i very much bought the anger from adam page who you know just given that real snarky um top of the head you know type of comment that mox had but um yeah, it was just it just was a little long for me, and I middled it as well. I although, really, although I bought like the anger behind Adam Page's frustration, um, I still am not all that enthused. Um, huh. But anyway, yeah, yeah, uh, well, it was it was an it was an up for me. I was I was I was really for this segment. I yeah, and I, I certainly do not want anybody walking away thinking that I'm bad mouthing uh, either of these guys, or even necessarily the booking of this. You know, I still want to see this match, um, but it's just, yeah, it uh, it, it got dangerously close to uh, um, old Raw. Uh, oh no, for me, you know, mm-hmm. even though it was like at best it was seven minutes. You know, we're not talking like fifteen, twenty minute drag on segments, but uh, I've I've seen the pull apart before. Anyway. Uh, they immediately followed up with, you know, what I'm looking for for mm-hmm. him. Dax Harward versus Brian Danielson. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. You're telling me. Pretty good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I, worried for Danielson. Why so? Are you? I don't know. He wrestles a lot on this show. No. And every match seems like. He's like falling apart. Mm. Not that what? he actually is, but the way the match is being sold and the way he just looks, and you know, he's like walking chalk. So his chest reflects every tiny little, mm. even though these are not tiny little bumps, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh man. I yeah, knows like about that. tiny little bumps. Oh, are we talking about my penis again? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just uh, to say to if anybody who doesn't know, I have a I have a small penis, and um, that's uh, why I drive an enormous uh, penis shaped car, uh, Hyundai Elantra. <laughs> so you remember that it's just uh, huge? The, it's jacked up. It's it's got monster truck. Ambiguously gay. Remember the ambiguously oh, yeah. gay duo, and yeah. their car was just a fucking penis. <laughs> Dick and balls. Ah. So dumb. Ugh. All my Pinewood uh, Derby cars looked like that. Really? <laughs> uh, the thing about this match that, um, like, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Obviously, I I think both these guys are great wrestlers. Um, the pacing was weird because yeah. as we got near the end of the match, uh, to your point, it did sort of feel like, yeah, like Brian Danielson's falling apart and he's just like exhausted and, you know, they're both doing that. Um, and it felt like, uh, what it would feel like at the end of like, uh, 50 minutes of a match and yes, we're only at like exactly. uh, 10 or 15, exactly. which is, I mean, honestly, obviously it's, it's 
part it, it's their artistry it's how they're selling the match right but it did feel weird um because th- they looked like they were they had gone through a 50 minute match and yeah um that felt a little jarring because i'm like you know you, you put on a good 15 minute match but it's not that it's not an iron man yeah i've seen you guys do crazier shit yeah guys the, the, the match that i saw between these two guys tonight went 70 so i think the two oh. of you entered into some some, some kind of psychic oh. uh fugue state and lost yeah. time i must <laughs> have entered a wormhole uh, or maybe you got the unedited version i'm not sure where you uh sign yeah. up for that, but you that got the good. the radio extended cut <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, I got the I got are the you, porno remix is what I got. <laughs> yeah. All right, hold on. Are you talking about the movie Radio starring Cuba Gooding Jr.? No. Okay. You for some reason I, I like why, how you can keep going with this. Why? 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 In your in your what, what do you what are I you honestly, suggesting exactly? I'm so sorry. I honestly thought when you said that I was like what did really is there a reference i don't know is there like an especially long like director's edition of the movie yeah, Radio starring cuba gooding jr that like i didn't know about the reference is just that radio edits uh-huh. of songs yeah. like i don't Oftentimes know i don't know if you realize longer. this the character of radio in the feature film radio is based on a communication uh, technology called radio with on which Watch. music is played the uh, sometimes box. different oh versions God. of no the song. No one is listening to us anymore. I mean, Everyone no, no. Here's threw their it, phones in the water. Uh, I I got that Spotify wrapped uh, this uh, today uh-huh. this morning. Uh-huh. Uh, where they, um, in your normal music, it'll tell you like, oh, you listen to this out song and you listen to this one. Uh, when you have a podcast, because uh, we go through Anchor. It tells you, oh, you, you know, had this many listeners and whatnot like that. And, you know, they listened this many times. And apparently we have made over 3000 minutes of content this year. Really? Is, it's a fair amount. Um, and there are five people for whom this is their number one podcast. Whoa. And I don't wow. know how they judge these things. Like I don't use Spotify as a, as a podcast thing. So if I did, you know, um, listen through here like maybe it would show up differently i don't know maybe you know someone is only listening to this you know there are five people who are only listening to this podcast through spotify for whatever reason right. but there's a possibility that for five people in the world this is the high like point of their week and wow. my god i hope that's true just reach out to us if if you are one of those five mm-hmm. people and we will i don't know I don't know. We'll give you, we'll make t-shirts. I'll, I'll make t-shirts. I'll go on T bubble or something like that and make t-shirts and send them to you. Cause it really Aww. seems like T bubble would be the ones making it. I don't, you know what? Yeah, don't lie. Uh, I'm going to get 600 Chinese children in a sweatshop mm-hmm. in Taipei mm-hmm. to hand knit these shirts. You're going to, that's more honest. child yeah. labor you're in gonna, every, uh, swoosh of that fabric. I guarantee another misery. Yeah, yeah. Or my name isn't John P. Robber Baron, head oh, of wow. Robber. Didn't know that. Didn't and know Robert that. Barons. Robert Baron. I like that. Robert, name. Okay. Robert Baron. At any rate, are we talking it, about wrestling? What is let's happening? keep talking about wrestling. Let's talk <laughs> about it. Um, uh, I was also wondering if, you know, if this was supposed to be a longer match or if it wasn't supposed to be a longer match, were they trying to make it? 
stretch a little bit because again maybe a booking fell through uh i don't think so i mean i think people want this match to be long and you know it was a good match um they probably did yeah they could have gone 60 minutes i imagine but uh there's you've got to put other stuff on the show so uh i don't know All, all i know is that i don't like that doggy headbutt spot um yeah you know what i'm talking about both guys uh on their hands and uh knees yeah. and one of like rams the other guy and um yeah that's yeah. something that like toddlers do no offense <laughs> guys all i know is that when you said doggy headbutt spot it made me realize that what i really want is two doggies named headbutt and spot <laughs> you know what i would be into that i would not a dog person but I would be into that. I would. I always wanted to name dog. a dog Barfy because I just thought it'd be fun to say, "Hey, this is Barf." But Wasn't like, Barfy, Barfy was a dog on Peanuts. Well, on uh, on uh, on a uh, Family Circus or something, right? Um, I don't. I don't was think that ball? that's true. But I do know that Barf was the name of the dog in Spaceballs. Barf was that's also the name of the cook. On uh, you can't do that on television. Mm-hmm. No, his was Barth with a th. Hey, what? hey, guess what? Guess who was fucking wrong about Barfy the dog on Family Circus? <laughs> was I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Wow. Was he really named Barfy? Barfy, Barfy, and Sam. Did you Google dogs named Barf? <laughs> no, I... that is that is disturbing behavior, Calder. I just want you to know. Uh, I say that because I am now searching dogs named Barf. Um, oh my God. This is nobody wants us to do this. All right. No, so five people do. Five people do. <laughs> We're doing this for them. I do dream of getting to the third segment someday. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, Dax versus Danielson. I thought it was a good match. Danielson won, which I was actually surprised. I honestly thought they were going to have Dax win, but I, no. I thought well, that. Well, I always, I, I certainly always think of Chan's wisdom about uh, like a, a single wrestler from a tag team and how like they'll, that person is always more likely to lose. And I was like, yeah, that checks out. Dax will lose. Also, you don't have to beat Brian Danielson to get that rub. All you have to do is show up. Like, 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 get in there and have a good fight, and people will go like, "Yeah, you fucking hung in there with uh, Brian Danielson," and you walk away um, with every bit of the uh, uh, rub that you would have gotten if you had won. Yeah, I think it it works that way. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I yeah, I did thumb this up because you know it's not his, no. it's not the best Danielson match, but the worst Danielson match is still pretty fucking good. Yeah, yeah, man. A cold Danielson match the day after, you know what I'm saying? Was it three thumbs up? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Shivani. Yeah. Shivani's interviewing Starks. Ooh. And Ricky. I loved this so much. Ricky. <laughs> Ricky. Uh, there's gonna be a battle royale. Starks is coming for MJF, and I want that's what I wanna see. That's what I wanna see. I wanna see Starks going all the way. Uh, yes, I do want to see that. I don't want to see that now. He's not ready to take it from MJF now. And I don't want them to. Well, I mean, obviously, we're going to see the match pretty soon anyway. Uh, yeah. But um, 
yeah, he's he's not going to win it now, and I'm okay with that. Thumbs up. You know, I mean, like, what would be the like the timeline for something like that? Because, like, obviously, things just sort of proceed at a different speed with someone like uh, MJF. I feel like, um, like the the point at which like we're going to see MJF's next fight could be like two years from now. Who knows? <laughs> um, that's a good question. I, I feel like they waited to pull the trigger on mjf they could have done it like a year ago you know and just yeah. you know, he cheated and you know whatever and just been a you know a, a heel just like a regular old heel champion but they waited and built it up to the point where people were just begging for it and i hope they do the same thing with ricky yeah 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 i don't disagree yeah uh, i also thumbed up this segment that was great yeah, yeah, you got to. Ricky Ricky is so excellent in in those uh in those spots. It's it's wonderful. You got to give the Ricky what he wants. Uh I don't know <laughs> if this is something we thumb or yeah. if we should count it at all. Yeah, we should. It's a, it's a separate segment. I think we really have to, yeah. It's just more pull aparts with Mox and Paige and they're back in like some garage E slash cafeteria area. They said garage, but it's Really looked like a cafeteria, but um, I I didn't really care for it. What about you guys? I middled it because again they brought great energy to it. Uh, it's a it's a very standard segment, you know, and like in as much as it sold me on the match, yes. Uh, as much in as much as it like truly entertained me, no. And so just there you go, right in the middle. I didn't mind it. Like, um, I thought that just a very brief portion of it, like at, at a later point from the original pull apart, like had some effect in terms of conveying the severity of the, uh, the hard feelings. Um, but my overriding, uh, thought really was that there needed to be a third pull apart that was like them kissing oh, like geez. that. You have to break. You have to break the 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 uh, the the, uh, the established uh, thing uh, yeah. with something oh, else. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, yeah, no, I agree. More kissing. Um, I guess I middled it. I didn't hate it. Yeah, but I was kind of like ho hum. Calder. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I, I would feel. I feel the same way. Really, like I like the the first one and this one. I didn't dislike, but because it was the same thing, it's really a middle. We've got Renee interviewing Jass, as well as Claudio and Wheeler Yuta. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, I don't know, man. <laughs> so I one thing that I will say <laughs> that I just really came across feeling like Jass needs Jericho. This was so out of control. Like uh, all of them talking over each other. Um, what's his face with the hat? Just constantly <laughs> interjecting when it's not needed, but whatever. Um, they all were doing that, you know, and it was just not entertaining. Uh, even though they are the supposed to be the sports entertainers, um, God, they just need Jericho. 
Um, well, I, I'll tell you, like, I just had a brilliant idea. I'll tell you exactly what they need in situations like this where uh, Jericho isn't isn't around. What you need is a Chris Scarecrow. Ooh. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Interesting. What? A fake, a fake Jericho filled with straw. What the fuck, Calder? You prop is him that, up. Did you, did, have you been sitting on that for like, that feels like something that you would have written like two years ago and be like, someday, someday, this is going to work. I'm going to drop it and it's going to be just, it's going to destroy the room with how amazing this is. And then you just mm-hmm. held on to it. It just never quite fit. And you finally just got <laughs> tired. Like, man, some, it's never going to happen. The perfect moment's never going to happen. You know what? Hell or high water. I'm going to drop this tonight. I've written it. I, 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 I've saved it in a in a notepad file, and it's been sitting on my desktop for the past two years. And this is gonna happen. I'm gonna do it, and then you drop that just now. Is that what happened? Like, tell me. The- no, I, I, I made I, I made the sub sandwich right before your eyes. Uh, Subway fresh. Mmm, sandwich uh, artist, are we? Like Subway, it's dog shit. Um. Well. Oh, anyways. you son of a, you son of a bitch. Yuda um, so basically is challenging for the belt. Um, he wants to get it away from Daniel Garcia. What's that pure belt, baby? Mm-hmm. I just thought I just thought they really needed Jericho to like have everyone cool their fucking jets. Um, <laughs> so it wasn't such a chaotic mess. And Claudia was funny. He's like, I'm so sick of this shit. <laughs> just leaves. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of tired of it too, man. <laughs> um, um, I felt a little better about it than you did. Uh, I thought the uh, um, 2.0 were having some fun there. It's like, yeah, you could be anything. You could be a yodeler. You could be a Swiss. But let me finish. Banker. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, cool hand was doing some fun stuff there. Uh, I liked that uh, uh, he had a. Hat in his fanny pack. <laughs> I liked it. Thought it was funny. Um, and I am intrigued. I, I, I am really intrigued by the notion of Claudio losing and having to join uh, Jazz. That would be really fun, I think. Um, so, yeah. The only downside I felt to this was when uh, Yudo's like, I, I want I want a shot at this beer belt. And, and then Renee's like, that sounds official to me. Like that is the least official thing it could have possibly imagined. What do you? What do you mean it sounds official. That it was the only on? straightforward, like spoken <laughs> anything. So she's like, okay, I that I can write down. <laughs> but anyways, I I middled it. Uh, I upped it. It was. Boy, I, this is when you really want a three-quarter stump, but um, you just can't get them. No. True. There's absolutely no way that we can change the rules on this. No, no I mean, we would add. No, I mean, it's not. It's nothing to do choice. with the rules. You know, it's the supply chain is the problem because good yeah. luck getting a three-quarter thumb uh, from overseas, which is where you have to get them. Yeah, uh, they, don't, they don't make them. They make them. What metric. are you no. get, judging this segment? <laughs> I guess I'll middle it. Oh God! Okay. <laughs> All right. So we've got the TNT Championship. But I'm doubting your attitude, line. frankly. 
<laughs> oh God. I'm just trying to help us out, okay? Like <laughs> we can't have a five minute conversation over what to do about our thumbs. Like Teresa, fair enough. I'm wasting yeah, time now. TNT Championship <laughs> AR Fox versus Samoa Joe. Uh, Fox. They are is new- all elite, incidentally. Sorry. Oh, yeah. You, you, yeah. You, so you were going to say that. Sign- he's with Zion and he's been doing some matches and really kicking some ass. Um, he. Okay. There's one moment, though, where the camera caught the exact second he claps his hands over his head when he's kicking Joe in the face. And I'm like, wait a minute. Did I just see? Did I just peek behind the curtain? Ooh. Is this what they've been doing this whole time? Every time they kick someone in the face and I never knew it. Wait, did, clapping their hands. Did you not? I didn't know what the fuck was happening. Okay. Well, uh, cause this was kind of a big deal uh, about a year ago with the uh, over at WWE. with yes. the Slapping of the thighs. Yeah. I know about that. I mean, but I didn't know about clapping and I didn't know. Why would you clap over your head where it's like everyone can see it? And that seems like a terrible idea. Yeah. Yeah, it does. So what's that all about? Uh, That was uh, an accident. Yeah, I don't know. Not good. That was a real bummer because, you know, when I go to Oz, I want to talk to the great and powerful Oz. I don't want to fucking talk about talk to some old dude. Who's pulling shit out of a Santa bag? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I want to talk to the great and powerful Oz yeah. with the flame balls. Yeah. Who doesn't have time for me, but he'll yell at me and I'll get I'll sick still get what I need. Was this your your major takeaway from the Wizard of Oz was simply <laughs> wishing that it was all real? No, but also, I mean it is she, she wanted his flame balls, I think is the key here. Oh my god. Okay, okay. I don't say I want things. the horse of another color is what I really want. That just <laughs> enchant. I, I, I never colored a horse brown again. <laughs> well, the, the, the only thing I really want is TikTok from Return to Oz. Oh, fuck. Yeah. If that look, if that was the TikTok, the kids were all into these days. <laughs> I'd be on board. Oh, boy. The kids today with their TikToks. In my day, a TikTok was a horrifying hey, films. I've said from the start, I am old. <laughs> so I'm allowed to have those moments where I say the I, kids. The kids and I TikToks. just think that every robot should have a mustache. I like that too. All right. Have- so um this is a fun match. Air Fox is great. Of yeah. course I love Samoa Joe. Yeah. Um, Joe wins, and then he's calling himself the king of TV because yeah. he's got his, <laughs> you know, TNT belt. Then Wardlow comes on a video, and he had the fucking audacity <laughs> to blame the nickname Warjo on Samoa <laughs> Joe. And I say, this is how I know that's bullshit because you follow <laughs> that up with this is Wardlow's world. And I was like, see, that's the kind of motherfucker that makes up a bad fucking nickname or tagline. Uh-huh. So you just showed your whole ass. Okay. Wardlow. Oh, no. I, that makes me so happy because that is exactly the note that I had. <laughs> 
Like, how dare you? Throwing Samoa Joe under the bus for that. No, no, no. Fucking asshole. How heartbroken. I thought you were going to uh, I thought you were going to hold him up as your champion. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Calder? Um wait, what what did I thumb it? Oh, I was just asking your opinion, but yeah, oh what, well, I, uh, my my like uh my of of the whole segment, my favorite like my like my my biggest uh, like thought was about this moment where Ar Fox like leapt out of the ring uh with with a uh, suicida uh and um Joe who is like a, a whole mile away by that point like just sort of looks over his shoulder and gives the most derisive like like this fucking guy look <laughs> I, 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 yes. I I I cackled really loudly uh it was, it was like possibly my my favorite moment of the episode yeah yeah, yeah. that was spectacular i mean smaller joe he gives we don't deserve him uh thumbs up that's true oh absolutely uh, yeah i was very happy to see the trans rights or human rights signs right up oh front. yeah that was like, all over the place tonight that was awesome into it um i was really pumped when he said that this is a, a, a glorious era, because uh, I'm like, you're not the first person to call, you know, your reign an era. I, I feel like someone's done it very recently, possibly as as recently as like a week ago. Um, so I'm like, nope, 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 nope. Uh, and then, um, yeah, all the Wardlow stuff that uh, was just weirdly underwhelming. Like it was a good match, and I'm still gonna thumb it up, but like the all of the stuff at the end, just like even from Samoa Joe, I was like, I don't feel great about this. Yeah. Someone stank it up at the end and <laughs> the whole audience had to clear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Hobbs promo package. Yeah. Mm. I'm, I was very interested in this. I'm very curious about it. What is happening? What are they doing? Because here's the thing. He said, I'm going to bring all the pain, the hurt, the happiness. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what are we doing? He's talking about, I guess, talking about, you know, his roots and, you know, where he's from and honing in on who he is and taking it all to the ring. But like, it's just a weird thing to put together. The pain, the hurt, the happiness. Right? I think he's uh he's shopping new lines for a uh Nicole Kidman AMC Theaters uh video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Heartbreak feels good in a ring like this. <laughs> uh our our faces feel like the best of us. Huh. Um yeah, I I'm into this. Like they're talking about like the, uh, the next chapter in the book of Hobbes. I think mm-hmm. that's a great hook. Um, yes. the, I really liked the feel of the, uh, uh, package up until, you know, cause it was like, you know, it's close up stuff and all the, yeah. uh, the different exposure. Uh, but then they like cut to a more video shot and Hobbes is walking by and it was like, Oh, Hey man. Oh, well, watch out for that guy. That guy's, dr- Oh, wh- who's that? What's yeah, that was a little weird. That felt off. Uh, but the rest of it felt so good. I'm like, yes, just uh, do me something like this. Show me, um, like, uh, yeah, I had a rough upbringing and, you know, all, all this kind of thing. It, 
let me give dimension to this character because uh, it feels like he he has a really cool uh, um, uh, texture layer layer. Yeah, I mean he he is it right. Yeah, the only thing he hadn't had up till present day and including present day is backstory um just fleshed out character right i love his character as it is but if we want him to be a superstar and i definitely do we have to add more layers there so you know if they're going to go out on their own and not be part of a group then they have to be more fleshed out so this is the beginning of that and i'm so happy to see it i thumbs it up yep same same well, there's definitely plenty of flesh on uh, on Hobbs's frame, like for my taste. I see. What you, did you write yeah, that? Yeah, I did do that. Ago? Did you thumbs it up? Uh, yeah, that one. Uh, yeah, of course. like I think it dem- definitely demonstrates the the whole range of capabilities has uh, to to bring to bear. Like he has a depth that can actually take him like to the dirt. I feel like yes. Uh, we've got a Taz play-by-play, which I love. Yep, yep. It's a lot of fun. It's a throwback to uh, it the really is to do, and I want more. So he's basically doing a play-by-play of Hook and Lee Moriarty, and how certain moves operate, and how Hook was able to win. I mean, it's just so fun, and you know, if you gotta yep. throw something in there, that's a great idea. Yep. We don't need all these pull aparts. So it, really, it should be, yeah, like like an only segment. It should be a segment as often, at least as um, Jericho's sports entertainer of the week or or whatever, like uh, yeah. like that oh. that he would do on Rampage. Yeah, um, yeah, but like, yeah, like he's so he's so good at it. Like, it, like he can he can kind of launder like anything like did you remember like i brought this up before that thing where he was talking about how somebody's move wouldn't work on brian cage because cage's muscles were too big yeah (laughs) yep i remember that like it wasn't about him having it wasn't about him having strength it was about the muscles just being too much bulk (laughs) for him to move around like i mean he's so I, i love like his ability to sell that is just really amazing like it's like so it was definitely a thumbs up segment yeah, yep. thumbs up. Same. Thumbs it. We got William Regal. He's got a great entrance. Um, he introduces MJF, which, by the way, last week he kept saying Freeman, and I he said it so much, and with such you know complete confidence in front of television <laughs> that I was like, "Am I crazy? Have I been saying it wrong this whole time?" <laughs> because I usually just say MJF, so maybe I just in my mind thought it was Friedman, but it's Freeman. And then of course this week he says Friedman and I'm like, Oh no, you just fucked up and you fucked up big. Cause that you said it a uh, lot. Mm, I don't know. I feel, I feel <laughs> like it's just an accent thing. Oh, you say Maxwell Jacob Friedman, you know, like, like you don't always hit the D hard, you know, no. uh, like unless, you know, he, he did that sort of thing. Hit the D hard. I mean, we, man, come on. <laughs> yeah. I like heard Ramona. that play out and I was like, is there, Ramona, is there any chance he's going to leave that alone? Like, no. <laughs> no I, I thought the same thing. I was like, maybe we'll get lucky and we'll just skate right by that and keep going. But no. Nope. 
Nope, All nope. right. So, um, <laughs> no, sir. Okay. MJF is doing his promo and I really love watching Regal in these moments. Cause he's just like standing there at the ready position, you know, just scanning the room. <laughs> I mean, it was so great. Mm-hmm. Um, MJF called Danielson a fake wrestler. What? And that is obviously, I mean, if, of all the fucking wrestlers, right? Of course, <laughs> of all the fucking wrestlers, the most wrestlery wrestler. Um, but anyways, uh, he also, if you didn't notice, if you guys weren't able to pause your TVs or anything, his suit, it looks like pinstripes, but it actually are words and it said better than you all over it. What? The whole fucking suit. Yes. The oh whole fucking suit. God. I was like, at first I thought it was his name. So I paused to make sure I could read it. And it said better than you. All the way. All those stripes. Mm. It was fucking great. Um, Anyways, it was an okay promo. I mean, it was okay. He has a new belt. The belt is like Burberry. And I don't like the triple B big Burberry belt or whatever the fuck he called it. I mean, that's that's some heel shit right there. Yeah. It is 100% Mm -hmm. stupid, and you hate to even have to say it, which is what it's there for. Yeah, I guess Because I felt the same way. Yeah. Um, But then, so you think, okay, this is just, you know, run-of-the-mill MJF. This isn't top MJF, but it's not the worst MJF either. This is regular MJF. Okay, here we go. No big deal. And then MJF fucking hits Regal in the back of the head with brass knuckles. And I was like, what the fuck? And then we go on this like hour-long journey with (laughs) Regal and with all the staff and with Danielson like as though his dad just got hit in the head. Mm -hmm. And they... We watch them roll him on the gurney and the blood in his mouth, the little neck thing, whatever. And I, the blood wasn't there. I think nope. they put it on him later. No, that is 100% a blood capsule. And yeah. it just was like the cherry on top for me. Cause like this feels like, uh, they're trying to do like an old school injury segment, you know, back when an injury meant something, they took a long time and it was like longer than it probably should have been. But it f- had the correct pacing for that sort of thing. We're like, let's, this is important. This is meaningful. It's not yeah. just a fake thing. He's really hurt. And then, you know, the fakey, fakey blood capsule is just <laughs> like the, yes, this feels vintage. You so know what? Uh, when I was a little girl and there was WWF, mm-hmm. I remember this one wrestler had a little knee pad. And there was an image of a broken bone on the knee pad. <laughs> and the commenters mm. were saying, he's wrestling with a broken something or other. <laughs> and you know what? This is my memory. And <laughs> I also was a little kid, so I was stupid. So <laughs> I don't know if that meant something else or if it maybe it was, I don't know. But it was like a thing. Like people would wear these pads with the image of a broken bone unless it was just the one time and <laughs> I don't know anymore. It's Me lost either. to the sands of time. <laughs> what is but, there uh, to believe in anymore? <laughs> anyway, uh, so this whole segment though, I gave it a thumbs up, even though yeah, it took an agonite. You, oh, it was like, remember when um, 
Cody got injured and they yeah. took forever with that one too. Yep. And I was like, oh, this has to be fake because if it was real, they would have cut away a long time ago. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah, I was like, when, yeah. um, uh, not Dax, um, the other guy in FTR. Oh, Cash. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah, yeah. Cash like yeah, ripped, ripped his, his arm open. Door. They didn't show a fucking single second <laughs> of that. Nope. <laughs> you had to just catch him from the side of your eye running. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, you are, I 100% agree that uh, most of this was kind of a mid uh, promo. And to his credit, MJF like called it out too. Like, even you yeah. people who, you know, loved uh, what I'm doing, I know just a couple weeks from now, you're going to be like, yeah, this is boring. And he's 100% right. Of and course. I 100% love him for it. Because we want um, what we can't have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was one line uh, that he was going to make Bruno San Martino roll in a shitty little grave. Uh, that yeah. that worked for me. I thought that was great. Talking about how he's going to have this long reign. And I, I hope he does. Uh, he does use era again. And mm-hmm. because I was already primed for it, I was like, I'd already heard era. And I was like, this is too many eras. This is, it feels like the third era. Uh, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, y'all got to lay off that. And it's that thing where, um, uh, too many, or, or, or there aren't producers who are keeping track of these things. Like you can't do this spot because someone else is doing it later in the night. Um, and I, do feel like that is a failing uh, that I see more often over here. Yeah. Uh, but that, yeah, I know that Jericho has t- had talked about that at some point. Um, and for all of the additions they've made, clearly that's not something they've gotten a lot better on. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's a choice where they're like, you know what? We would rather have people, you know, do their own thing and occasionally run into this problem. than you know, like, cause like, how do you keep track of that? You're going to have everybody write out their entire promo and give it to you. Yeah. And you can't do that. So I I get it. I just don't like it when it happens. Um, Mm. But also like, yeah, that last bit where Regal's on the ground and he's like, and then he repeats the thing from uh, the email that he sent, you know, when you're one, when you're one of the, one of the greats, you know, send me your stuff. Um, Mm. Just like, "Mm, mm, that man, man. he, he knows what's up. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah the, the 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 stuff that was really getting to me was um, when he was talking about the bidding war of twenty twenty four. Yeah, yeah, and he's just talking directly about like like uh, how he'll take the most money, and that he specifically hopes it's not here. I'm like, oh, you son of a bitch! <laughs> yeah, the other con and my my friend, the game Trip. trips. Yeah. Oh my god! Um, and, but I mean, the, the the because of the the verisimilitude of it, the feeling that you're like, ah, that might be exactly what he thinks, <laughs> right? Because you just don't know. And then I don't know, but uh, yeah, I also was wondering, like, are they doing this big injury segment because they're trying to make him a bad guy on the same level as the dicks that just like you know they all got suspended or fired. I mean, that was so big. You know what I mean? It trumped everything else that was happening. So maybe they did this to, I mean, I'm sure that's not why, but it's what I was thinking. 
I mean, who knows? Yeah, I, to keep him like the most heel heel. I, I feel like, yeah, he does have people who cheer for him. Obviously, we're among them, and I do think that they want or he wants to be like a full blown heel. Like, I want you to right. hate me. Uh, I want like, you to boo me thing. every time and mean it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I have boundless respect for him in that regard um mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it oh uh something something i wanted to mention before we moved on is just a, like one of those little points that i appreciate uh is that they specifically crafted a narrative of like this is what's going on as uh danielson's night that was you know altered by this incident happening right like way uh the the, the, the I, I think i think i've brought this up before that this was um uh something i learned from a sketch team director of like essentially what was supposed to happen right like w- this funny thing is happening but it wasn't the plan for that to be happening so what was supposed to happen uh what is it interrupting and so we they actually make a point of being like oh danielson was in the trainer's room and that's where he was and that's why he's here now uh like i just like it when they when they make that tiny effort to grant some kind of logic and reality to what's going on yeah agreed that's all interesting um we've got ricky starks everyone's favorite versus ari davari i don't really know him (laughs) nobody's favorite head of the trust busters Oh, right? There we go. Everybody knows who the trust I knew his are, name. Right? I was like, I know his name from somewhere, but I'm like, I just don't remember anything about the guy. It's a shame because he's a real good wrestler and pretty good on the mic. And uh, I don't know whose idea this shit gimmick was, uh, but it's not clicking. And hopefully, you know, he moves on to another thing soon. Yeah. I mean, if he's really good, I hope they find a place for him. Yeah. Um, Ricky gets interrupted by Stokely and Ethan Page and Matt Hardy, which was hilarious. Ethan owns Matt Hardy's contract now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. That, I mean, that's going to be some silliness that I'm actually really looking forward to. Yeah. Although, again, there's that uh, doubling up on the, um, uh, the storylines because... We've got this same buyer contract storyline over there with uh, Claudio. And it, it just doesn't hit uh, right. If, uh... Yeah, fair enough. Huh, yeah. Um, I mean, maybe they think to themselves, oh, well, one is AEW and the other is Ring of Honor. But I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean. The, show right now. Yeah, they're show. still yeah, still in the same show. <laughs> So Ari tries to take advantage of Starks being distracted, but Starks wins. I love Ricky. So I'm happy for him. I want him to be ass and be a superstar forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't forget too, uh, um, uh, Ethan on the mic. Um, man, he is great. He, and Stokely is great. Yeah. It's, um, I just listened to him on Renee's podcast this week and real interesting stuff. Like I, I texted you at one point uh, that like, you know, this motherfucker has a master's degree in performing arts 
and he got it by using his wrestling training as his thesis. I'm like, you know what? Snap. Uh, you, you can call Bobby Heenan the smartest man in wrestling. Stokely Hathaway is the smartest man in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so like I, that is, uh, cause we were talking about how, uh, we were going to see Starks versus MJF. This feud, MJ, or, uh, uh, Page versus Starks, I think is the real money. I think they would both do real fantastic. Oh stuff. my God. Just those two together angles. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Smartest man wrestling. How Scorpio Sky? Uh, He's how I I read recently he is healthy, but they don't have anything for him. It's uh, uh, a classic creative has nothing for you. That's that sucks ass. I love Scorpio Sky too. Yeah. Yeah. Ethan are so good together. Why can't he just like go into Stokely's little ring ring eating? It's it's hard because. Like one of the things he was talking about, uh, that Stokely was talking about was like, you know, like we're in a kind of crap situation because the firm was supposed to feud with, uh, punk. And now that they don't have that, they're like, Oh, what do we do? We got to figure something out. And, you know, like it would be great to bring in, uh, uh, Scorpio, but then like, what do you put him with the firm? And if you do like it, there's a lot of great talent there, but like, what would he be doing there? What is yeah. the fucking point? Uh, I don't know. It's, it's a real bummer. It is a real bummer. Uh, fucking CM Punk, you stupid asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You ruined everything. Um, yeah, come on, well, buddy. There's blame to go around. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm putting it all on him. Well, I'm putting most of it on him and part of it on Chan. <laughs> you know what? I'll, that's fair. That's fair. I'm thumbing this segment up. Same. Yes. All right. Then we have Shivani, Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, Jamie Scatter Belt. Why is Britt talking? Same. Ditto, 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 ditto. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good question. Getting sick of it because it's not a thing. They're not making it a wedge between them. Yes, exactly. And I'm like, well, then what the fuck is this? I'm sick of the champion needing a mouthpiece when she doesn't. I've heard her talk. She sounds great. And here's the I thing. Mean, There's also nothing wrong with a champion having a mouthpiece. True. Uh, but when you do it, like uh, Brit is just still talking about herself. Right. Uh, she's and, not talking about the champ. She's not getting Jamie over with her words. And sometimes not- she does, obviously. And and when no. every segment is ending with DMD, then it's like yep. it defeats the fucking purpose. Yep, yep. So yeah. I'm pissed about it. Yep. If I could thumb it down, I would. You can't. I can't. Can. Why can't you? You can. Because it you was a it. decent segment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> I'm pissed about it. <laughs> you know, you can do ex- you. You know, if like if you want to do the wrong thing, you can do that because it's not about thumbing what's right. That's not what we say. Yeah, I guess not. Calder has a point. You do what you Well, then my heart is so angry. I'm going to thumb it down. Yeah, you should. But I don't want them. I don't want Jamie Hayter to think that I thumb her down. (laughs) You know what I mean? You know what? We're just going to make this special denim here. Jamie, Teresa does not hate you. No. Like. Anyway. 
<laughs> I, I middled it because I am not a monster like some people here. Wow. wow. Uh, I fully agree, but also I don't hate Jamie. I think Jamie's a good person. Oh and anybody who thumbs Jamie down clearly. <laughs> oh, this is just my, my piece of hell that I live in. <laughs> I continue to support your down. Thank you. Well, what are you thumbing it? I middle it. It's what I thought. It's what I thought. Good <gasps> person called her, but but I I encouraged her to down it, and I uh, I am proud of her for doing what was in her heart. Look, Thank I'm you. not a Nazi, but I support your willingness to be Nazi like. Okay. Oh my God, you're so terrible! Because you know what? Someone's going to take that out of context. And your whole life is going to be ruined. <laughs> um, also, look, Calder and I are going to finally break <laughs> away from you and start our own <laughs> podcast. Mm-hmm. Teresa and Calder, Wackiest Friends Forever, or Teresa and Calder Muppets on the Air. We're already uh, recording uh, one to two minute segments <laughs> when you're the one talking on a, on this podcast. We, we, <laughs> yeah. both, we, we, go, we both go on mute and start up our separate one. <laughs> so when you're rambling about things and you think that we're paying attention, we're Look, actually busy. If you think you can top this steamroller of a podcast, <laughs> oh, did, you, a did you say steamer? People steamroller. <laughs> did you say steamer? Like someone dropped a steamer? Uh, if I did say steamer, then I meant steamboat because uh, I don't I don't use steamer as a poop reference. That's I you? was joking. See, this are, is what are, it's are like to be fucking. Gaslit all the time. <laughs> are are your poops not steaming, Chan? What's uh, wrong with you? Is your body? Free- are you dead? <laughs> <laughs> I I don't poop out in a snowy field, so no. I feel Mine like- are boiling hot. <laughs> it's like curls of steam. <laughs> Tell us about your boiling hot poops, Teresa. Keep going. I'm and just I'll kidding, keep, but have you cutting. ever like? taking your dog out in the morning <laughs> this is why i don't have dogs <laughs> and like the ground the grass has frost on it nope and that shit <laughs> don't know what you're talking about that's fucking steve <laughs> well, i'm a cat person it's filth filth on filth funny the, the the idea of like like living someplace where there's snow on the ground where you could at any moment like step through the snow onto a dookie like is is terrifying (laughs) my dog would only well once we moved to this different house she would only piss and shit on the cement (laughs) she wouldn't go out into the snow (laughs) so yeah you'd probably step on it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if you weren't eagle eye all right done with this (laughs) anna j versus willow uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, music is so much fun. She's oh, so much boy. fun. I'm so glad that she's getting so much attention right now. Yeah. It's really yeah. it's really quite uncanny because she is the spitting image, like in, in her in her whole presentation, she comes off so much like uh uh, uh the the Machu Picchu character from Glow. <gasps> yeah, like it that's okay. so true, isn't it? All right. I I totally agree. There's something about her vibrance her essence like the because on glow that character was like everyone's favorite oh like yeah everyone got along with her and yeah. that's just, just like happy, how you feel yeah fearful just, joyous person 
And that's just how you feel about Willow. You're just like, I bet you're everyone's favorite. <laughs> everyone loves to get along with you and work with you. I appreciate that uh, with Jamie Hayter and with Willow, they're actually listening to the fans. Like they're acknowledging like, oh, okay. Like you like them. Yes. We will give them more time uh, as opposed to what they usually do with the women, yes. which is completely ignore everything. No, I mean like, like with some of the women, they're, they're supplying the, the, the demand. They, they do that with Jade. They do that with a few others. Yeah. Um, and that's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Like literally like three of them. <laughs> um, all right. So this was interesting. Um, it was with Anna J and it was a decent match. And here's what I started wondering to myself. Do I not like Anna J because she is not great or is she portraying a type of person that I hate? Ah. Or is it somewhere in the middle? Like she's yeah. just bad enough <laughs> for me to think that I, I I don't really know. I think she did a so, solid job in this match. She did do a solid job in this match. I she's definitely getting better. Yeah. But then I'm like, oh well maybe what I don't like is the character she chose, but which I don't like, but that's, <laughs> I'm not supposed to like her. Right. Um, it's hard to say. Cause you know, you compare her to say Jamie Hayter or Jay Cargill yeah. or someone, you know, uh, Britt Baker. And you're like, well, yeah, clearly her skill level does not match that. Right. Uh, but th- does that mean she's bad? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, she's definitely getting better. Yeah. Um, and I thought this was a good match between the two women it was great i thought it was fantastic uh they they got me because yeah. i was I, I was like oh my god you know they're gonna cheat and willow's gonna lose a boo on this and you know the the baby face won they mounted impossible I was odds. legit shocked i was like oh yep i yeah i i yeah color me skeptical because <laughs> i thought for sure it was gonna go to anna J, but no it was Willow. I was like, wow. This Believe is it or not. Textbook professional wrestling. It's fantastic. Believe it or not. I'm, I'm walking, walking on air. I never uh, thought I could feel so, so free. Flying so away on a wing uh, in a prayer. Speaking of, okay. in my notes, I have, did you stand up? Uh, because we should all stand up for Taz singing. Uh, <laughs> yes, that was great. <laughs> Taz. Oh and my then God. Uh, Ruby oh, Soho, was... mm. the, she comes out, she attacks Ty. Yeah. And That's I was like, I... finally, Ruby's back. Yep. Yes. And this is what I want to see. And, yeah. you know, get her whatever was happening before. Like, let's just start with this level right we've got ruby we've got ty we've got anna j we've got if she's not going to be dmd you know whoever else is up at the other level i don't even know what i'm talking about <laughs> but you know let's just do this let's yeah. just do this for a while and see what happens I'm sure why not 
thumbs up. Yeah. And Ruby looked great. I was so I was so delighted to see her back. Like there were some nice returns for this episode. I agree. Yeah. Um, I thumbs this whole thing up. Absolutely. Yep. Same same. Shivani. With QT Marshall and Orange Cassidy, it was like all of two minutes. If yep. that match, it was. Gr- I thought it was great. It was a great yeah. segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was. It was. It was just great because it was. It. It was. You know, Orange's thing, uh, and it just is like I. I love it when somebody is like, "Let's this can move faster." And be like easier than everybody always makes it. Like, um, I, I was I was remembering a uh, Twilight Zone episode where aliens are coming, and they just are like, "All right, done deal. Aliens, aliens are here." And there's no kind of government cover up. There's no people doubting it. It's just like, okay, they're here. Let's move on to the interesting thing that nobody has done yet because everybody's done aliens and everyone's done the cover up thing. So let's just you know breeze through this. And yep. get to the good part. Um, so to, to to so to use Orange's thing to say, you know what? Let you know we've we've done the dancing around the match that's going to happen happening. Like why 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 don't we just have everybody want the match to happen? Like so, I I, I definitely lo- loved it. Yeah, ha- having Orange Cassidy is a gift to the show because he offers instantly through his gimmick a change of rhythm. Yes. Like all of these things, you want them to go on. You want people to be entertained for a period of time. Uh, and then he just like steps in here and just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you were going to, you were about to go on for a long time. No, you, you have exactly what I'll give you what you want. And yeah. just, just steals all their thunder. And, um, because it's, it's grounded in character. Um, it, it's wonderful and it works and it makes the whole show better. So it's, same. It's really quite. It's it's amazing that he has the power to infuriate his opponent both by not doing what they want and by doing what they want. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that that is an S level troll. Like Elon Musk thinks he knows what's up, but no, this is an artist at work. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Elon Musk is the king of trolls. Oh my God! I don't even want him to have power in that realm. I'm, I'm having a hard time. Just I can't even think about this person. Okay, Jade. Jade. She's got a table in the oh ring. Oh my God! She's got confetti. I, now this ha- this is the celebration, Teresa, that you always want for somebody. <laughs> yes, I always want to have. Hey, you kept your belt, or you won a belt. You deserve. Get your roses. You know, get them, get them all. I, this segment though was so fucking stupendous. She's wearing an outfit made of money. Love it. Oh my God. A money bikini. She has a green mink coat. Love it. She's got, um, her bet. She was going off. She was going so hard on everybody. Basically, um, She's talking to Red Velvet and the other lady. She's like, if you don't like it, get in line or step. Oh, then she's just going off on little Bow Wow. (laughs) Nobody here has my body, my face, my aura. I was like, oh, my God. I how did she go from not good on the mic at all to she's the fucking greatest 
<laughs> I love everything that comes out of her mouth. Oh my god, it's it's absolutely incredible to periodically flash back to her origins in the company. Right? Uh, and, because yeah, like the the Shaq thing and and she was uh, like a novice wrestler from basketball and she had she had height and that was most of what she had and she just got so good so fast. It's yeah. it's it's quite been quite a journey. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. All right. Yeah. What here, do you have to say? Here, why am I in the middle of this segment? <gasps> oh, no. 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 Uh, another situation where I love Jade. She can do no wrong. Uh, but, like, we start out with another uh, segment in the show with a display table. Uh, we already had it with MJF, and I'm I'm sketch whenever there's one of those segments in a show. When there's two, I'm like, nah, nah, this is some WWE bullshit. I'm not. Well, why don't you just admit that what you're upset about is that none of the tables ultimately proved to have a bunch of hamburgers on them. Yeah. Here's the thing. Um, (laughs) That should be the name of your podcast. (laughs) Are there no hamburgers on my table? No, here's the thing. (laughs) Here's the thing. (laughs) I mean, that's Uh, that's that's ultimately going to happen. Unfortunately. That podcast name has already been taken mm. by Alec Baldwin, which is oh lord. <laughs> I mean, yeah, is that is hurtful to me because apparently I'm doing something that Alec Baldwin does, and I that yeah. is not that's not where I want to be in life. But mm. there you go. Um, mm. I like the idea though. She's like she's basically begging for the baddies to turn on her. Uh, and they're definitely giving facial showing that it's going to happen soon. And I'm for that because that's the problem. She, nothing she says is wrong. She's like, I'm the face and I do all this stuff and I put butts in seats and kind of like when, uh, Brit was talking to, uh, uh, Soraya, she's not wrong. She is fantastic. And, you know, everybody should be cheering her because she's amazing. And that's a problem because in anyone else's mouth, these are the words of a heel. This is something MJF would say, and everybody goes, boo. But she's saying it, and everyone's like, yeah, I know. You're amazing. Um, So they can't figure out how to book her. She's like, a heel. What do you mean? She is not a heel. I mean, she's over. She she's is, she's over, fa- but it's she's like, yeah. Favorite. But yeah, you can have is. a fan favorite that's a heel. Mm, you can't really do that. That's why MJF is pushing really hard to be a jerk that people will boo. Um, be, you can be a tweener. I don't understand. But that feels like an old sort of thing, like a like a Stone Cold Steve Austin thing. Feels very nineties. Um, it's really a hard thing to pull off, even though so many people try. Um, it just, basically, though, like. Yeah, like, uh, um, she has no stories. She has this streak, but there's nobody that you ever feel really threatens that streak. Even no, there's, like there's, there's, there's not anyone they can put up against her. It's, it's going to be yeah. Red Velvet. You know it's going to be Red Velvet. But if you look at her and you look at Jade, right? who's going to win that? Who? I mean, who logically, can... that's what happens. But then you see people like uh, Riho win. Yeah. And, you know, so you do have to put logic outside well, for a while. Well, no, you have to book uh, Red Velvet 
to have a you know a build up to the point yeah where yeah i mean they can underdog they can build her it's yeah. not like they can i mean red velvet already has like history you know it's not like people don't know who she is uh but like this this last run with nyla like it was fantastic and i was entertained right. but it just didn't you know uh, there was no sense of danger, particularly that mm-hmm. the streak was going to get broken. And I like, they, they don't know how to book her. And that is becoming a big problem. Um, this little bow wow thing. Uh, yeah. You know what? And this could just be me. Yeah. If she's still selling shirts, if people are still coming to the arena to see her, then fuck what I think. You know, I just feel like, she is an amazing talent and she could be uh, so much bigger if they give her a story that would, you know, work for her. And I think that maybe the baddies turning on her might be because if there are like four women who are teaming up to take her out and every week <clears throat> she goes out there and there, she's wrestling someone and there's three women out there who are like fucking with her on the outside all the time. Yeah, and that's going to be a good story. You'll be like, oh my god, how's she going to beat these four women all the time? But as mm-hmm. it is, there's nothing like that. Even Nyla, who's you know almost four women uh, worth of of wrestler, um, I still didn't feel like she was going to win. Mm-hmm. No, that's t- well. I mean, I I, I just I thought that only because of the timing. It wasn't yeah. that I thought Nyla was incapable of beating her. Yeah, that's what that's I mean. True. Like the the good thing is they've got this long streak thing, and you know, as obviously Goldberg's career can attest, if you book someone like that, you know, you can draw huge money. But like, I I'm just not feeling it, and maybe that's a '90s thing now too. Maybe the unbeaten streak for 200, you know, whatever wins is is not a thing that people want to see anymore. Or maybe it's making a comeback because everything from the '90s is making a comeback. Well, yeah, I, I mean, uh, Roman Reigns is still on a, a a streak, isn't he? Yeah, and I don't watch it closely enough to know uh, uh, how that's going. Particularly, I mean, the stuff that I every once in a while I'm checking in on Sami Zayn and you know, like loving everything I see, um, and you know, like Reigns seems to be doing some really good stuff, but I don't know what that's. Uh, I, I don't know how they're booking it. I mean, they've got. Right. He's got a uh, a stable around him, so like maybe that's yeah. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Anywho, well, I gave this thumbs up. Also, we're gonna see little Bow Wow soon. He's gonna make an appearance. (laughs) Is that a good thing? I can't tell. I mean, I, I I think I'll, I think I'll enjoy seeing Jade beat little Bow Wow's ass. That that seems like a fun, uh, fun evening. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I hope it's something. I mean it. I hope it's something other than this is getting creepy. He's a stalker. <laughs> now he's just going to yeah. start showing up where she is. I hope it's not that, but you know, whatever. And also like, would someone like uh, Bow Wow uh, want to get beaten up even uh, yeah, by, I mean, by a woman, uh, even someone like Jade? You mean like, just like the, the appearance of it or actually yes. take bumps? No, no, no. Just, just, you know, Oh, you got beat by a girl. I, I don't know. But- I don't know his okay. thing, so I don't know if there are a lot of there are a lot of guys mm-hmm. like um like it seems like especially that come that you know, that come from the music world like will will be like 
uh, weird about the image of that. So that could be true. I mean, Although, even to the extent that like none of the uh, musicians who have uh, been in matches in AEW are willing to get beat up. And, and like, who the fuck cares about? Um, oh, Jesus. Who was that white rapper? That Action was, Bronson, uh, you mean? Thank you. Like, who cares? Who cares if he gets beat up? Uh, I mean, but, I think it was the I think it was the responsible thing for him to not get beaten up. Yes, but like, <laughs> I I don't think that any guest star is going to come in to show their ass, uh, which is a shame, uh, because yeah. I mean, does that happen often? Like in any promotion? No, it absolutely does not. Which is yeah. part of why I fucking hate celebrities in wrestling. Yeah, yeah fair enough. I really liked Shaq, though. All right, we've got... <clears throat> oh, this is the moment when I need to talk to you guys about the magic <laughs> caster wand. The Harry Potter magic caster wand. <laughs> this now, is that part of the episode. I, I personally am not someone <clears throat> who has, like, you know, Alexas or any of that kind of shit. The only thing I do have is a robot that I bought that's for... <laughs> When I'm out of town and I can have it roam around and watch for my cat and have videos and I can control it from my phone and play with my cat if I feel like it. But anyways, um, because I'm an insane person and I understand this, but what I won't do is get any of that other shit and have, you know, the lights and my music stuff and my TV and my computer and my phone all connected and I could say with a word, do this, and all this shit starts happening, right? I, I'm very much against it because I'm afraid of technology. Um, and I'm afraid of what people would do with it. But this fucking Harry Potter magic caster wand has in 30 seconds completely changed my fucking mind. Because would I want to cast a spell and turn all of my connected light bulbs on yes would i want to wave a fucking wand and turn on my tv and shit like this of course this is all i ever wanted i yes. I, I had no idea what you're talking about so i just googled it it's one of the and greatest I, things i've ever fucking seen in my life where did you run across this it was a commercial in between matches oh oh okay so I wanted to talk to you guys about it so that we can have some sort of support group because <laughs> I I don't think I can have it and I want it. All right. Well, let me help you out because I was I want to say that I was on the ground floor of Harry Potter, but I was uh a bookseller during the Harry Potter years when, mm. uh, as it was blowing up. So I've, I've been there uh, pretty early and I was a big fan of it, you know, uh, from the get go. And I bought all sorts of merch, got all the books in hardback. I was super excited to read it to my kid when he got old enough. JK Rowling is a turf. I will not spend another dime to put more throw pillows into that woman's fucking Scottish castle. So. Great. This caster wand looks like a lot of fun. Not happening. <laughs> well, I do appreciate you huffily admitting it looks like fun. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm, I, if someone does some Harry Potter stuff, is still into the Harry Potter stuff, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna yuck your yum. 
but just so you know, JK Rowling is a GD turf. Accurate. To do with that. However, however, it's wand. There's 50 plus spells. I honestly thought because the next segment was the acclaimed. I thought that there was some sort of acclaimed merch that was a magic caster wand. Uh, Max Caster <laughs> with like Caster bells and shit. I was gonna say, did I miss something? Or no, you you have an idea for some merch where you would wear robes and be a magician? What is uh, happening? I would here? fucking do that. I, if that was the case, I'd get the robes, the whole thing. Look, if he came out in wizard robes and said that he was a uh, magic caster now, I would be into it well i i think he should also add a a, a rock and roll theme to that that uh, magic uh like gimmick and be and he would come out with a stratocaster okay <laughs> and he yeah. should also learn basketball mm-hmm. so he could also be magic but uh-huh. that that he'd have to stop there because otherwise he'd say johnson and everyone's like no you're not <laughs> no, you should do a wrestling gimmick of I'm Magic Johnson. <laughs> I beat. Oh my God, AIDS. we've lost our me. minds. We uh, well, need to, we, this we need to time, close this. This episode has gone on way down. too long. So, anyway, there was an acclaim segment. I give it a thumbs up, even though it was super weird. It was hilarious. It was, it was a military great. style thing. I loved it. It was, it was great. Funny. Yeah, it was da- ridiculous. Daddy, Real Sergeant Daddy Ass. Yeah, it was great. Thumbs it was up. Awesome. I mean, look, these these guys are funny, but also they're not actually sketch actors. So it felt a little oh bit God. like there were three SNL guest hosts doing a segment yeah. uh, on SNL. It's fine. Um, it's great. Like I would, I would put it in an upper percentile somewhere in terms of SNL sketches that are happening anytime in the last few years. All right. Well, we're not going to go into this. Stop right now. <laughs> I, I Robert, do enough. not everybody, talk about SNL. We're done. Did everybody done. thumb this up? Yes. We yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. We've got... Uh, one oh, of did you see? Did you look at that uh, image for the Battle Royal? Dalton Castle is in that. Oh, I'm excited about that. Yes. I'm very excited. Uh, I, I want to see more of him on AEW. Oh, yeah. I mean, he... He like um he he may come from Ring of Honor, but like it when when it when it go ultimately comes time to do a division of people between one or the other, he's got to stay uh, all elite. Uh, yeah, I would be very much for it. Very much for it. All right, we've got one of the best matches ever. The Elite versus Death Triangle. The third fucking match in a row. And they're third of seven. making it look amazing. I mean, oh, my God. Telling stories that surprise me and make me just get like, Jesus Christ. It's really like an embarrassment of riches that I don't know who I like best. Yeah. They are. I, I don't know who I could even call the best trios uh, team because they're both. So fucking good. I would put them both up as the on the global scale, you know, the best. Mm-hmm. Um, I lean hard though towards Death Triangle, 
But I love the fucking elite, man. I really do. It honestly makes me mad because, like, if you ask me uh, on the street, just like walking by me, like, hey, who's your favorite trios uh, team? I would absolutely say House of Black because I love them mm-hmm. all. But yeah. uh, if if you you know tied me to a chair and held a gun to my head, I'd have to say that I don't think that they could pull off a best of seven match. Uh, no, even with either of these guys, I think the only six people possibly in the world that could yes. do a best of seven trios match would be these six men and, and make it-, it crazy exciting the whole fucking oh, time. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, this evolution of nose guard for pack <laughs> i'm like this is better because it's not clear mm-hmm. um doesn't look like something that like you know your friend in middle school had to wear yeah it yeah. looks almost like uh what vader wore it looks almost like a lucha mask i'm kind of hoping it just evolves into just like yeah like a big old quetzalcoatl you know feathers coming off of it like huge horns like turn it turn it into one of the house of black you know masks or something like that Hey, remember Viking Raiders? And oh, oh man, who could forget? And Warriors. how their costumes kept a, like they kept adding more stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and it was getting kind of weird. And then like they had these helmets with horns and like really bad wig hair. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was like, that's I don't like. Uh, but uh, they are back now with Sarah Logan as part of the unit. Isn't, he, uh, isn't she married to one of them? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I And boy, I used to really like Sarah Logan. Then it turns out she's a weird MAGA. Uh, she is? Yeah. That's a real bummer. That means they're all that way. Probably. Do you think they're like white supremacists? And I, and I say that because... Because they're the doing Viking guy. shit, which is... Yes, because they're doing Viking. That's exactly why. Actually, that really is why. It's a concern. It is a concern. Well, anyways, okay. Enough of that. Um, <laughs> We've got the Elite win, and then um, Kenny Omega. Oh, God, I love him so much. Oh, what, Does... I got 20 seconds? Yeah. <laughs> and he does this fucking killer-ass promo. He's like, well... You know, they're not going to get a clean sweep with the cleaner around. Nope, it's going to be a reverse sweep. Uh, I loved it. <laughs> and he's like, boy, it's been a long time since I've closed the show. <laughs> Say good night and goodbye. Bang. I bid you adieu. <laughs> Without any further ado. Uh, I don't know what fucking Brian Cage is talking about. Mr. Get My Shit In is Kenny Omega. Right? <laughs> 20 seconds. All of my catchphrases, I'm going to do... And a promo. Yep, yep. Oh, man. The the thing that upsets me, I think, like, that I was thinking about a bit ago, like, with, like, the the moment that all of these guys are having is that they... Not that any of them even, um, like, had a wasted, like, prime or anything like that, you know, or are getting to some, like, worthy moment, like, like, late for the first time. But I do wish, like, that they could all be here in this moment when they were younger, um, just so that there could be so much more of it, uh, because they're doing such amazing stuff, and they're all doing it at, like, like not their youngest, which is all the more impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, uh, my, my only issue with uh, the entire segment was that the lighting guy fucked up uh, 
the death triangles uh spots at the beginning in the entrance mm-hmm. yeah like the you know turn on the lights and then light goes on and you see phoenix like the fuck back's like ah shit so he gets into position knowing that it's going to come on too early and the music's gonna be out of sync but uh God bless them anyway. They're still the best. Well, you know, they didn't have Jade there to harangue the uh, the tech person to do their yeah. job. Right? That uh, was fucking great. <laughs> uh, all right. This was an 88% show. 88 only. Wow. You know what? Uh, they're just great stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's some real high, high points in this uh, episode. I think that we definitely... Um, I feel like this might be one of those episodes where the, there were like a variety of thumbs downs that sort of concentrate into a relatively narrow area of the show. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, all right, then. Uh, thanks for being here, everybody, uh, especially to you five. This is the high point of your week. And, I'm convinced uh, it's you guys. You're the five. I don't listen to this fucking show. Oh, my <laughs> God. The hosts are terrible. They just oh, drone yeah. on and on about wrestling, for fuck's sake. I can barely hear us while we're talking. Sex robots. Yes. <laughs> I wish you would stop bringing it up. He, it's gross. Boy. It's disgusting. Someday, someday those outtakes are going to get released, and she's going to go to jail. Oh, I mean, the, the intakes are bad enough. Right? Right? Oh, Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Ding dong, ding a ling, ding ding, ding ding, ding ding, ding.